the other thing about Hyperfest that I wanted to talk, to talk about was the Corvette that caught on fire on the skid pad. Colette Davis. Colette Davis's car, who I had never heard of until this weekend. And I actually have an update on this, but go on. As Okay. She has a drift C6 Corvette, highly modified. I don't think it's forced induction, but it's running E85 all motor. Yeah. Texas Speed LS. Yeah. Like, solidly um, built car. It, she was doing um, just drifting on the skid pad, and it went from fine to fully on fire, like flames flying through the firewall into the interior in like a bajillisecond. Is this the yellow car? It's many colors. It is bright yellow. Fades to pink. pink purple. And there's there's a, like a really good video of her like, of it catching on fire yes, and her yes. getting out with the fire extinguisher. And stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've yes. seen I've seen this video. Um that video was really scary to me because of how fast and how large the flames coming into the cockpit were like immediately. Yes. And she was wearing Chuck Taylors and nylon leggings. Yes. Which melt easily. So that she is so lucky that she still has skin on her legs. She did have a uh, legitimate, gloves on which yep. saved her because she had to reach up and hit the cutoff switch for the car and yeah which she didn't hit until after she had already gotten out which yes. is why there was fuel on fire everywhere on the ground true it was still pumping fuel true um it is very instructional in a lot of ways uh she did address that in her video um not wearing a fire suit she has a fire suit and was not wearing it um it is true especially in the drifting community that people and i think even in the just like going to the track car community that on really hot days in hot events like people people will skip them because it's like i'm just going out for like 10 minutes i'll be right back like it's it's instructive um i didn't know if you were gonna get down the rabbit hole to her selling parts of i'll I'll get there okay i was gonna say it was because i i have changed my opinion even from this afternoon on that really yes um i have ordered fire stuff because okay i am not i don't that's my shoes came in today. I I real I didn't realize that I could get discounts on safety equipment from our vendors that we go through at work. So I got really Ooh. good deals on everything. Nice. Um, so let me ask you this. I've seen the video. The video is terrifying. Yeah. Um. What happened? Do we do we know? She she has a video of them taking the car apart and some. They have some theories. But I have I not don't watched think... the whole thing. I think it came out yesterday. Yeah. Um. It was fuel. Uh, a fuel rail did loosen. Yes. And that was part of it. But the side of the engine that had the loose fuel rail has no burn damage. Some of that theory was uh that it burned through a brake line or something and that's where it got worse but i don't know i, I think it burned I through should... the brake line after what i suspect will be happened... uh, we'll be doing an addendum after we all watch sure. the video and they talk about i've i've seen the video happened. and sorry the, the follow-up video oh. she has put one out already about them taking the car apart and figuring out i have not watched that have one watched all the way one. through oh, they okay. don't have definitive answers okay good i suspect they have a lot their fuel system on that car uh goes down on the passenger side, crosses over the transmission, and then runs back to the car on the driver's side. I suspect those ha- she has aftermarket headers on the car, and they are not coated or wrapped in any way. All of her hoses on that car are braided... Are, are, they're braided steel 
AN hoses that have a braided nylon sleeve over them uh, and do not have any sort of heat wrap or heat protection on any of the hoses um, that I could see in the car. And they are hanging out real close to the headers. I suspect the headers burned through a fuel line on the passenger side of the car. And that's what started the fire. Because it's the passenger side of the engine bay that has all the damage on it. Um, coat the, coat, coat the your fire. headers. Yeah. If you're going to have headers, coat them or at least wrap them. I don't... Or like both. Like I... I, I could talk about that for I, a Header bit, wrap is... N- I have header wrap. I will admit it's not a great solution because it can absorb oil and then catch on fire. But it's better than nothing. Just some sort it's of It's better heat. at containing the heat where it yeah. should be, at least. Yeah, because like in, in any, any lines containing fluid that go near anything hot need to have some sort of heat shielding on them. Like, stuff... People don't pay attention enough to that stuff and it really bothers me i agree uh there was in the video there was a lot of fire on the inside of the car and i don't really understand how that happened. she said they had to clearance the trans tunnel uh for the the motor and trans combo that's in the car they show some of that in the the follow-up or video. modify it and it was really where that fit to the firewall that they think everything came through. It was so only like, like an eighth inch gap, but it's enough for flames to shoot through, especially where yeah. the, cause the fuel line is going over the transmission right there. Yeah. If that's where it burned through, it's going to all come through that little plate, right? There. I mean, they, it's literally called a firewall for a reason. Yeah. It like, needs to be sealed. It, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That Le- lessons that, learned. Yes. And that is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. But there, I, I the lack of her figuring out the the things that I just said from that video bothers me. Like she did I don't think that they have learned that lesson. At least I could be wrong. I don't know these people, but it did not seem like they reached the same conclusions that I did. And I'm not an expert, but that that's what it looked like to me. I'm no fireologist, but uh... <laughs> but I play one on TV. Yeah. Um the next development in that whole saga is that she's now selling like, you know, two by two piece of her fiberglass burnt Corvette in a bag with a thank you note as a fundraiser. Which to me feels I, I, like the car girl equivalent of selling bathwater. And I will disagree at this point. Okay. Because I, although you may, hmm, let me figure out how far to back I, up. I only say this. If she was just like a normal grassroots person who built the car and it burned down, whatever. And this is this is where I will rebut because I did a little bit of research. Her YouTube channel, theoretically, you can look these things up on the internet and they can get pretty close based on viewership level, subscriber level. They can estimate roughly like what does a YouTube channel make? She makes maybe 800 to $1,000 a month off YouTube. Sure. I know she has sponsors, but yes. like... 12 grand a year does not build a Texas no. speed no. engine C6 Corvette. Like that is side hustle money. She but does you... YouTube as a thing to to make money, that's fine, but she's not a huge deal like desp- like she's trying to rebuild a car that she poured a lot of passion into Absolutely. legitimately. For sure. And a lot of people reached out and said, "How can we help?" And so they came up with something. It's a little gimmicky. It's a little cringy, but they came up with a direct way that wasn't just 
send me money Go on Patreon. Yeah. yeah, send me money on GoFundMe. Like they were just like, okay, if if people in the car community want, like, if they feel special that they get a little signed thing from me that has a piece of the car, like, cool. Like this is a way to. I I think you have to think from her angle. It it probably feels worse to just ask for money. Like sure. just say like, but the thing is, she has the the sponsorships, and clearly, I, but I based off what does she, she does, based off of all of the things that she does, and like what her just looking at what she, like her schedule has been to do like event after event after event after event, like she's getting paid somewhere to be representing these companies You're doing assuming. this stuff. I am assuming, but like, and like the facilities that she's got been working on her cars in are like these people have plenty of money to rebuild this car i just don't think but like i i see like some random dude whose car burns down at the track who that he built in his garage from by himself i just think like like, she is way more in but like on the low end of in between that guy and who von gittin jr sure She's way more toward a grassroots person who's just made it like legitimately one step up. I suppose. And to continue doing what she likes doing, this is what they've decided on. I'm not saying I love it, but I'm also saying like I'm not going to condemn it. It's just it's a way to try to continue to fund her hobby. And at the end of the day, she's a car person as much as any of us. And this is a thing she this is a way they decided on to try to keep it going. Maybe I'm just old man yells at cloud about Instagram culture. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, that's true for sure. But, uh, I mean, me too. I'm trying hard not to be so much. And I think it's because I have a 10-year-old who watches YouTube all the time. Sure. the, The one thing I will say, kind of to your point, is that I've seen a lot of comments, um, that go and compare like you know compare this to like you know oh you know why don't you just go make like an only fans or something if you want to be lazy and get money and i'm like bro don't don't be don't be hating on the only fans people they're, sure. they're working for their money yes. like this is she's not she's not working for this money she's selling this for she like, makes <sighs> youtube content that a lot of people enjoy though yeah that is working for the money that's and true. so so she's making the, she but she is making money from fans, those videos for those fans to feel like i could get a piece of her car i could buy a piece of her car and support her rebuilding that just is what it is i suppose, Fine. It, I suppose it could for, be worse you're not the person who's gonna buy it that's okay. But for the people who are going to buy it, it's okay too. I don't know. To me, I think it's I guess. fun. I don't know. I it, think it, it rubs me the wrong way. That's okay. Don't buy one. Corey is formulating thoughts. I just, I'm just trying to think like the only reason that strategy works is because people know her, right? Like, yeah. The, the only reason, like, I, if some random guy who built a car in his garage and has no following on the internet, if his car burns down, he can't sell pieces of his car to people on the internet because nobody knows who he is. Correct. You know what I mean? But, so so the only reason that it works is because she is somewhat popular. Mm Mm-hmm. I I don't see that being a problem. Me me no. me me, 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 me neither. But I'm but what I'm thinking is like if you if you go the other extreme, right? Like 
how is it different than um like if if I had the opportunity to buy a piece of um of like like one of Kimi Raikkonen's cars. I, oh, I was going to say on the in-between because it's funny and it's related to Hyperfest. If you want to buy a piece of Chelsea DeNofa's car, one of his canards, some dude at Hyperfest picked one up because it came off the car and was trying to sell it for like $5,000. I don't know who that is. Chelsea DeNofa, he's he's a, a Formula D driver. He's He's ah. got the gold and black mustang rtr oh sure yeah vaughn's got the green monster energy one he's uh chelsea's sponsored by uh, bc racing anyway it was just funny because a piece of his car fell off and somebody was trying to sell it for like stupid money and they're out of their mind yeah i i but kimmy raikkonen okay but, but, like but a I'm, way different level. But, but i'm saying yeah like if, if you have the chance if you if i had the chance to buy um, I can't, I can't even think of a good part, but like, a like a piece, like you can buy old formula one pistons from like retired engines. Right. Right. If I could buy a piston or, um, uh, you know, half of a, of an exploded brake rotor or something like that with a Kimi Raikkonen signature on it, like, oh yeah, I, I'd think about it. Sure. You know what I mean? And, sure. And I don't see why it's different. I don't either. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, the and, scale and, is smaller and also the money is smaller. So it's, it's fine. And like, I like guess anybody I that guess. Kimi Räikkönen has driven for when he won the championship for Ferrari, like Ferrari's got money. Like oh, it, yeah. You know, arguably more than anybody else in the sport. So they did like why, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I understand. I, I, I get what you're saying. And I, I, I just, don't have I, a rebuttal. I think That's fair. I think your your point about like selling bathwater is deliberately hyperbolic. I guess. Right. Yeah, like, sure. I, I, I know you're being a little yeah, extreme. Just to, like, make it... What was your word earlier? Uh, cloying. No, no that was you. Cloying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but. No, I und- I get it. You're exaggerating for effect, and I get it, and and I just think it it doesn't. It's kind of one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna be the guy to buy a piece of that because I'm not gonna invest in that that like, way. I got my own car to build, but for people who feel like real fans, for whatever reason, they they feel like real fans of hers. They are, and if that's how they want to support her go for it like that's a little bit of like let people be happy i think i guess they want to hang it on their wall in their garage and say that's a piece of colette davis's c6 and she rebuilt it because i helped pay a little money to uh, get her to rebuild it like that's cool whatever i I, I guess i suppose so maybe i was being too harsh maybe maybe it was the speed at which yes yes like and I agree, been, and that's it was why like two days. My like, immediate, my immediate reaction when you said that was like, "Ooh, yeah, oof, that feels cringe." And and yeah, like I had to think I don't about know. it. A bit. It's I think it's it's less. I think it's less the situation and more just like the hyper monetization of everything in influencer culture, and it just drives me bananas. 
And I, I just am, I'm only pushing back to say that in this case, I don't think she's trying to hyper monetize. I think she legitimately isn't as far ahead for being an influencer as we think. I think she's far more of a grassroots person who is, has, has gotten a few sponsors, like basically has done the thing that we all kind of wish we could do. Right. Which is like if we got a couple of sponsorships and like didn't have to pay so much for this, that and the other, we would build a different car. Yeah, we would build a car that cost a little more money and whatever. And when that car like halfway burned to the ground, we would probably be pretty distraught. And our sponsors would probably not be like, I'm just going to step in with a brand new twenty thousand dollar engine for you. I'm just not sorry. Like you didn't safeguard your car against a fire so like we did it for you once but i I think that has to be the situation that she's in which is like she's gonna have to shell out real money to get that car back out and go back everything is gonna have to be gone through and go back out and do the stuff that she loves doing which is drifting and you know that real money has to come from somewhere and i don't think it comes from youtube viewership in her case and so if selling parts of the car was and, what she thought of, it's what she and, thought of. And I think a lot of, just to be pedantic, a lot of a lot of YouTube stuff, you don't, a lot of quote-unquote YouTubers don't make most of their income from YouTube itself. It's from sponsorship deals. Sure. Yeah. She certainly doesn't make make the money to rebuild her car from YouTube in the next three weeks. Right. You know sure. I mean? Yeah, and if she has other events she was trying to make it to, and, like, this would be pretty devastating. She also has, like, a couple of other cars to pick from, too, so. Yeah, but not, not her pride and not joy. Not that one. She painted that one herself. I know. It was, it was, it was a cool car. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. It's, it was sad to see it go like that, but. Yeah. I'll be excited to see her rebuild, even if I'm not the one buying a piece of it to fund Sure. It. Absolutely. Right? I'd like That's to see her go I'm back at. out there again. So what uh what other fire equipment did you buy? Oh, uh I ordered so all the stuff I ordered is SFI I think it's 3.3/5 three. Three and the slash 5 is indicator that it is two I think two layers of Nomex so you don't technically have to wear uh like flameproof underwear under it to get the the Did you buy a fire suit? Yes. Nice. I bought a, a race quip fire suit, race quip shoes, which came in today. Um, I ordered a some OMP uh, Nomex socks, and I have apparently the gloves I have now already have that rating, so I'm just gonna rock those, uh, which are also race quip, but it's like their bottom of the barrel ones. They're not super comfortable, um, but they were cheap. Um, and I have a balaclava uh, coming as well. Right. You can edit it out. Do you mind telling me what you paid for all that? The shoes were like fifty this is all with my like employee discount stuff. Shoes were like fifty five. That's not bad. Socks were like twenty five. Um the suit I wanna say was like one eighty. And it's Whoa. Yeah, it's it's That's cheap. That's their it's not their cheapest suit, but it's their cheapest of that, of that certification SFI rating, yeah. suit. Um hopefully it fits. <laughs> um it'll be here on monday uh and the balaclava i haven't actually ordered yet that's coming for going to be coming from amazon because nobody else had it in stock 
uh, I think that's like 30 bucks or something. Worth every penny. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. The, um, the OMP uh, fire suit I was looking at was like $600. Yeah, the, the really nice ones you pay some money for, but they are really nice. It looks really comfy. Uh-huh. Safety gear was probably 70% of the reason why we never uh, finished or really got moving on a uh, Levin's car at Wyatech. Mm. Yeah. It's expensive. It's yeah. very expensive. Yeah. We, I, we tried to get sponsors. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to go full fire system because that's a lot. I was going to ask what you're doing for suppression. Probably nothing for now. Um, I don't even I have don't a full... think you'll get an extinguisher on a mount in the car. It, they, honestly, they don't really, they're not very effective. No, but the, it's, I don't know. It's better, it's than, better nothing. than nothing. Also, it's one, it, you shouldn't, if you're on fire, you probably shouldn't be trying to grab one. Oh, sure. If you car. are on fire, like, yeah, yeah just, um, just go on, get, I would, I mean, sure. I'd love to have a fire suppression system and I'd love to have one. After, I watched another video, uh, yesterday, a pretty long, like 45 minutes, mini documentary about a guy who crashed at New Jersey Motorsports Park um like two years ago he was doing he ended up he he spun out on a lightning course and went backwards into it one of the trees in the middle of the course at 70 miles an hour in a Corvette Ooh. car he was knocked unconscious car was fully on fire he was in the car for three minutes before he got pulled out he had a lot of injuries and uh, you can, it, it was bad. It was a really bad accident. And one of the takeaways from that is like, if you have a fire suppression system, maybe get one that has an automatic sensor. So when yeah. it sees heat, it turns on by itself. Cause if you get knocked out, you can't pull the thing. Yeah. Um, which I hadn't considered, but yeah, I don't think a fire suppression system necessarily is in my future for this car. Maybe if I build something more serious in a couple of years, but yeah, it's lightning is the one that looks like a dick. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Look it, at the other map. It looks like it looks like a. Oh, twi- see, they deliberately turned it over. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that it doesn't. Yeah. But if you go back to Google. Oh yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. It is. It is a twig and berries. <laughs> it is. Um. Yeah. It was so the the coming around the head, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I will. <laughs> coming I'll, back. I'll allow it. The the middle of the shaft in the infield is. <laughs> Is a bunch of trees in this general area? Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay, right, right in, right in there. <laughs> the middle, the shaft in the. Tell me, whoever field. designed that course wasn't laughing their ass off. Oh no, the no time. they absolutely were. Look up New Jersey Motorsports Park Lightning on Google Images. People who are listening, it is quite funny. Um, is this the layout you're running? No, we're running, no, we're Thunderbolt. running Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt, which is the exciting, the better one. one. Scroll up, go kart. That New one. Go karts in New Jersey. They do have go karts. Uh, I don't think they run either one of those little bus stops uh, for cars. I think that's a but you bike can. Thing. Is I? this even the same track? What? In the no, world? no, 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 no. Yeah, they're there next to two, each other. Two tracks on the same grounds. It's like Summit Point, how they have multiple tracks on the on that the grounds. makes sense. So, yeah, that's the one we'll be running. Yeah, a little more technical and exciting. Yeah, it looks fun. The elevator, there's actually more elevation than it than you would think. What's what's going on here? Like, why? I can't see where your mouse is. Are there like two, three? Yeah, there's two options. That's two why options. I'm saying like bus stop, 
you can they'll either run with it or you just run the outside. I think uh, the outside is the line. most common yes. uh, configuration. I thought they did it for bikes mostly. That would make a lot of sense. Where they add the wiggle into turn two and turn three. You'll be flying through there on a bike. Yeah. Um, It'd be yeah. cool to go see it VIR sometime. Yeah. Bikes. I think that's happening this week, actually. Really? This weekend is uh, like Moto America or whatever it is. MotoGP? It's not MotoGP. Okay. I think it's Moto America. Tom Atkins is yelling Screaming, at his... Screaming, yeah. ...in his Ford Transit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I don't know the difference. Come on the show. Talk yeah, about bikes. Well, well, that is in the cards for sure. I know he wants to come on. Um, but yeah, I, that that whole thing, I think the best the best thing to come out of that is a lot of people are realizing like, oh... Fire doesn't really care if you're just running HPDE or just doing a quick skid pad run. It's it's fire. It's gonna if it's gonna be fire, it's gonna it's bad. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're in a race car like a, a legit race session or what, but so I ordered some stuff. I didn't spend a huge amount of money, but I feel like less than three hundred dollars to potentially not have skin grafts is probably worth it. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. Sure. For the sure. next trick is to get a cool shirt set up because it's going to be hot in that suit um clayton posted yeah, i was a, gonna a really say good he sent one he sent that yoshi wrote yoshi from did you ever meet yoshi from drift nirvana i never met him no he's moving to japan now apparently really um but yeah he put together on his blog a while back like a really good list of like diy cool shirt stuff it's like you buy the actual shirt from cool shirt which is expensive yeah but and that's like, the tricky part yeah, yeah but you build like in a cooler with, like with a sump some pump and medical like, hoses and whatever yeah. like yeah surgical hose or mm-hmm. whatever it is the the this actual is the kind of thing that i enjoy uh-huh yes. the actual cool shirt branded stuff is outrageously expensive like like the cooler is like three hundred dollars like no sir no sir and then the bracket to hold it to the floor is like another 150. Yeah. <laughs> and then you need the br- quick break, the dry brake lines to come out of it and their special pump and the special filter to go in the inlet to their special pump. And it's like, my guy, no. They sell all that stuff at, at the shop at BIR and I was looking at it and just my jaw was on the floor with how much I love cost. going in that place. It's so cool. It's so fun. I, I don't know why I like it the so much. The one at Summit Point, actually. Um, really good, too. Yeah, really good. A lot really, of good really. stuff in there. I bought Very good um, deals on, on head and neck, neck restraints. Yes, I bought a Stan 21 brand Hans, not a Hans Hans, uh, but head and neck restraint for, uh, for a good deal there. Um, I need to buy a helmet. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you want to ride along, it needs to be Snell SA rated. Motorcycle helmets don't are not allowed anymore. Yeah, at least not with NASA. I should, I should not just, that I've seen anyone check. I, just buy I tried. They checked at Hyperfest last year. That's why I had to buy a new helmet. Fair. They yeah. weren't checking this year, mm. as far as I could tell. I mean, of course they were. NASA does everything by the book. NASA does a pretty good job. Now these uh, drifter events, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard though uh, from the guy that we were camped next to with the BMW at some point. He was saying that even NASA feels like 
the Wild West a little bit. Yeah, NASA Mid Atlantic specifically. Yeah, as far as rule following, and I mean they've stopped uh, requiring people to wear long sleeves at most stuff. I don't long pants is the only thing that they. If it's really hot, you can wear short sleeves, and I'm okay with that, honestly. Yeah, but we just talked about fire safety. What's a long sleeve shirt gonna do? Something if it's not. If it's all cotton, then maybe something. If it's all cotton, maybe something. You guys got anything more on Hyperfest? Should come next year? Yeah, I'd I'd like to. I would love to to see. I would love to try one more Hyperfest where we really get the gang out. For sure. And I think that'll have a lot to say about like the future viability of like how long are we gonna keep saying like Hyperfest is the thing we do as a big group. Yeah. And prices keep going up, which is Though I here's what I'll say about Hyperfest. They absolutely for all our hemming and hawing and worrying about were they gonna care about camping at South Paddock this they year? Not. not one bit. Not not any more than they ever have. They they haven't once, cared about us being over there in a long time. No. Once yeah. you get through the gate with a wristband and you hang a left, nobody cares. Yep. I think Sorry, Chris Cabetto, if you listen. But No, he does not. He I does think not. last year the 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 yeah october hyptoberfest um uh i i think i remember that there was like there were people directing traffic oh all the way almost all the way to north paddock in that case go to general parking and just hang out for a while so that's kind of what i did i like i don't remember should we be talking about this on the podcast i our elite strats to get free camping. I, um, what did I do? I could, what's par- our listenership like? This is partially because Not great. we got there Friday <laughs> morning. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We got there like at the beginning. Uh, and so I think that's what it, I think I went to general admission, like, like just went to GA parking and then it was like, skirt and like, just headed pulled, back, pulled out, like on headed up, back the up the road. But like, that or I just asked the dude if I could go to South Paddock. I I can't remember exactly what I did or how I did it, but uh, I came in Friday afternoon this year, and they literally I just stuck my arm out the window at the main gate, mm-hmm. and they saw my wristband. They were like, "Come on through!" And yeah. then as soon as I got down to the T, I just hung a left. There was absolutely no one there. Yeah. Did you have to go through the will call? Yes. Things again? Yes. That was the worst. It was it better was, this year. It was they had not a de- bad a designated for me. lot with mobile mini offices as the will call. Oh hey, yep. That's that's good because last year I sat in that line for like an hour. Yeah, trying to Tom, get Tom. Uh, was it Tom that said that he sat Tom for a Nick super both. long? Yeah, they took a long time. I came at like three in the afternoon, and you came down at like nine, nine at night, and pretty much just walked right up, showed them yep. the QR code, and. They the, gave me a wristband it and was, sent me in. It was not the, the actual will call office that was the problem. That was easy. Once you get up to it and you can get out of your car and like, here's my QR code, you know, right. I'm, I'm with whoever I'm with or, you know, whatever. Because uh, I think I had one of your tickets last year. Yeah, you had a crew ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, it was the, the line of cars to get to the will call office. Yeah. If you hit that at peak traffic, it's terrible. Yeah. And people don't, 
like people are not smart about where they're parking, and was, especially with trailers and RVs. It was in they a just sit in the middle of the road spot this year, though. Kind of, yeah. Like you, you came in. You had you were forced to make the right detour, right? And then you took a left, and then where that big gravel lot is on the right hand side, they had mobile mini offices over there, where, and like, where, like people could just room. veer yes. off and park in the entire giant gravel. Whereas lot. It, where it has been before, at that little tiny parking lot with that little red shack, there's no room to park and get out, yeah. which causes a huge backup. Yeah, so I, it was much better this That's year good. in that regard. That's I good. Think. Yeah, it's good to hear. But yeah, prices are going up. Admission is more expensive. You know, buy early bird and get the gang together. And Definitely let's, buy early bird. Let's give it one more throw at one last awesome Hyperfest. I think it would be, it would be great to really see like fifteen to twenty people out. And it's it's so much fun. Everybody and, there. Are you gonna sign up next year and get a like North Paddock's base and the whole nine? I don't no. think so. That's not an event I'm ever really interested in driving at. Uh, I Jordan, think, I, I think I will next year just so I can give people ride-alongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did say, like, I after, missed it. Well, after last year, you were like, I am never driving at Hyperfest again. This was chaos. And then this year, you were like, I kind of miss driving at I Hyperfest. Do. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it was fun. It's something in between. Yeah, yeah. Especially being able to give ride-alongs where, like, people have an excuse to come hang out in North Paddock more. I yeah. loved hanging out in North Paddock. Yeah. It was I don't abysmally know. hot, but... I guess uh, there's a chance I might be up to DE3 by next... If you do a lot of Hyperfest. events, yeah. I'm going to run a fair amount. Uh, my instructor told me at Summit Point, go ahead and test up to DE2 for yeah, my next. you absolutely should. So I'll be about... in two, and if I run like four or five events between now and then. Well, we'll have New Jersey, might... which isn't NASA, but it counts towards Well, experience. I'm doing Road Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I'm doing Road Atlanta, and like, it's actually in like a scary soon amount of time. It's like three weeks or something. Wow. Um, and I need to get uh, the the uh recaro pole positions the track seats and harnesses and everything in the car and sorted before that um i need to figure out how i'm getting down there and back uh if i'm gonna rent a u-haul and a trailer or what um so that i don't have to drive the car and the tire trailer all the way to georgia and back yeah that would suck it wouldn't be that bad, honestly. That car like tows that little tire trailer pretty well, but it wouldn't be great. Yeah, but it's 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 so nice having that reassurance where it's like if the car breaks down or I crash, I can yeah. still get home regardless. Yeah. So I need to figure some things out, but I'm doing Road Atlanta in June. I'm doing New Jersey again in July. Um, I'm planning to do vir in october at the euro classics day probably you're not going to do the nasa day i don't know that i am i th i think i was planning on only doing vir once this year um and the euro classics day is just such good bang for the buck and i know that i know so many people there i know i can get in it's six sessions of like 25 minutes Dear in a God. day for like 350 bucks it's it's like yeah it's like a track it's uh, what is that? Three quarters of a track weekend uh -huh. in one day for like three hundred fifty dollars. Exhausting at VIR. It's exhausting, but it's I don't know if you're just gonna do like one VIR event. The run groups are smaller. It it just I don't know. At least running it last year, I had so much fun. It was such a good event, and I would love to do it again. I've been I've been looking at the calendar because I really wanted to hit 
um, Summit Point Shenandoah this year because I've never done that one before. Um, but I'm not seeing many. I don't like, think NASA's really doing it. They don't. Uh, BMW Club. Uh, their rule set is very like their their literature, I guess, for like newcomers is very intimidating, and I don't necessarily know if I'm comfortable running hmm. with them. Okay, I haven't looked at that at all. Yeah, I was I was just like looking on Motorsport Reg, uh, and I didn't really see much in the way of uh. There's like one like next weekend, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but I think instead of doing that, I'd really like to do the October finale at VIR, or I don't even know if that's the finale, but whatever the October NASA event at VIR is, at I'd VIR. like to do that. I might consider that. I mean, October's when I was thinking of being there anyway. Because, um, I mean, Oct- October at VIR is glory. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, that's most of the tracks that I had kind of put, uh, NC car. I put on my radar for this year. I need to look into what events are running there and when and see when I can work it out. But I have at least three to four more planned for this year. And then, yeah, if I start up the season earlier next year, another fifth one. Yeah, I probably won't. um, I doubt I'll be in DE3, but... If you you can get a bunch... If you can do, like, four more events this year, do, like, one... DE two one or two DE two event well Hyperfest is in May. Yeah, maybe that's do, what I'm maybe saying. do like, I would need like an April event or do two. do the March do the March event which is their first and take the test from two to three. Then, and then you can be in three for Hyperfest. You'll just have a check right for your first session. Yeah, that's one way to do it. I, I was the only reason I'm I ask. Well, yeah, the reason that I ask. Is that I, if like you were saying, it, you know, we want to do maybe one last. I, I don't, I don't even, I don't want to say last I don't, I don't either. Even say I just mean last. I want to give one more attempt at yeah. really rekindling Hyperfest and yeah. then we'll all know, like, and I, and I wonder, are we going to do this forever or not? I wonder if the evolution of that is that we have people that we know that are part of the crew that are in multiple that that are in the event. And so we can have multiple North Paddock spots. Maybe we end up next to each other and we have a big ass, you know Yeah. If we have, pseudo if we have campground. Two, if we have two spots next to each other in main paddock and we have our tiny little cars, that's a lot of space for people to be. Yeah. And that that seems like it would be a very fun place to just spend the weekend, you know? The only problem with that that I could foresee is they do if they see tents specifically if they see tents in main paddock they want to see your camping pass often sure but if you sleep in your car it's not a big deal right I, that's 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 just my thought you yeah know, maybe maybe that works maybe I, we I still can just put up your tent late at night even if I drove morning. even if I drove at Hyperfest I would still rather go up to South Paddock for the evening and sure. hang out and have a campfire that, and, yeah that's fair too I uh, it's and then just like get up early and go back head back down in the morning I had the electric scooter e- it's easy to get back and forth like and if you, and I, your I'd car rather will have a paddock pass so you can literally drive yeah yeah that and that's a fair 
that's a fair point too. I'd, you know? I'd probably rather do that. Like if the whole gang was mostly camping at South for the mm-hmm. evening, mm-hmm. like hanging out, doing dinner. E- even if you came to South to camp for the for for, yeah. the, for the night, you yeah. know, and stayed there, yeah. you know, to have a larger, more accommodating place at Main Paddock. I think would just add to the enjoyment. Of I think it, you so too. I mean? Yeah. If I could that stand there and grill for people all day, you know, like <sighs> that's what I'm saying. Like this would be amazing. I'm not going to stop, you know, no. like um, this is, I'm going to end up owning a semi and like, <laughs> dude, bring, just bring a food truck, bring an entire oh, truck. Food that truck. would be rass. VIR might not like that, but nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Look, if I can outsell the... If we can hook a trailer to it and tow a race car behind it, they don't have a word to say mm. about it. Mm. Could a food truck be your tow rig? The answer is yeah. Probably yeah. Can it get around the roundabout? No, nothing can. Nothing so it doesn't can. matter. Nothing can, but that's why the <laughs> roundabout... That's why the roundabout is made of those like little on spring, those yeah. little yeah. stakes on springs uh-huh. that you could just drive straight over, which I saw so many people do at Hyperfest. It's, it's amazing. It's um, what, what were they thinking? They were not thinking. They simply were not thinking. It's terrible. You guys see any cool cars recently on the road? I've had a couple in the shop. Uh, we have a. C6 ZR1 in the shop right now, which is pretty cool. You don't see those very often. I saw uh, a couple days ago, well, sorry, a couple weeks ago, um, I saw a Huracan and an Aventador in the same day. Oh, cool. Which is kind of cool. The Huracan was like that, uh, I think it was like lime green color, Mm. and the Aventador was orange. Like Good Lambo colors. Yes. Very good Lambo colors. Required Lambo colors, I would almost say. Um, I also, I saw, uh, I f- so I forget his name, talked to him for like three hours at Hyperfest, but the guy who parked next to you with the orange ARC-7? Yes. Ryan? Is that his name? Maybe. I know the car. I think, I think it's I Ryan. am bad at names. You're talking to me, my guy. I don't it, yeah. it could be Ryan. Anyways, I saw- He could be Ryan. Hi, potential Ryan. I saw that car on, I saw him on- the way to maybe some point, I don't actually know, but I saw it on a trailer behind his truck and everything like that. And I like, I, I think I was going the opposite direction on 95 or something like that. So it was like, you know, <laughs> I didn't even have the chance to like, yeah, you know, get it next to him and like, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, that, that was kind of cool just to see, you know, a race car that I know, you know, uh, and then I was on my way, uh, which direction is that east on 64. And there's a around like mile marker two fourteen or something like that. There's a rest stop, like a you know Virginia State, you know rest stop whatever. I pulled in, and right in front of the rest stop, in the like most central, very close to the door, handicapped parking spots, double parked is a Phantom. Ooh, a Rolls Royce Phantom with like limo tint. Respect. And uh, I was like, ah. You know, there's only three other people at this thing. Like, eh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be mad about that. Right. Can't hate on a phantom. They're I went, so I cool. went in, I came back out and I'm like, you know, I was like, oh, this is, this is really sweet. And that's when I noticed that it was a uh, chauffeur in the driver's seat. Oh, which is like even more. Right. I, I walked to my car and 
um, the dude was wearing like a, you know, jacket and a black tie and everything. I don't think he had a hat on, but, you know, he was definitely a driver for whoever was in the restroom. I don't know. I walked to my car and I like, I was sending a text message or whatever, got in the car. When I got in the car, the Rolls Royce pulls out of its parking spot and up behind it pulls the ex- the blacked out expedition that is tailing it. And they <laughs> down out of the thing. And I was like, I'm just going to sit here for a minute and hang out. Like who that is. I don't know <laughs> who that is or where they're going, but I don't want to be anywhere near them. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Sheesh. Yeah. So uh, I didn't even see the expedition before that. I don't know where it was. It was probably just in a different part of the parking lot. And I just didn't, just, you know, not paying attention to a random black yeah. SUV. That know? is baller AF. Yeah. 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 The whole entourage tagging along. I don't know that I've seen anything cool recently that I can remember. We have a mark for supra in the shop that the guy who owns it now bought it like five years ago and has been sitting on it he bought it from the original owner it has three hundred thousand miles on it respect that and yes. it runs great oh that's the uh, <laughs> that's that jay-z that you yeah posted the posted picture on of. instagram yeah she's oily runs fine 300,000 cool. miles Toyota. A little smoky. It's a yeah. tr- it's a twin turbo manual transmission fourth gen Supra with 300,000 miles on it. That's awesome. Awesome. It's a little crusty, but doesn't matter. It's so much respect. Yeah, for <laughs> that's sure. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. That's what you want to see happen to these cars. Like you want to see them still running. So at cool. 300,000 miles. Easily the highest mileage Supra I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. By I, far. Uh, yeah. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find one close to it. Speaking of Supras, uh, the one of the most... I think it was the most recent ep- uh, episode issue of Grassroots Motorsports has like a five-page article about the Mark II Celica Supra in it. It's very- Is that the one they were giving out for free at Hyperfest? What? The issue of GRM. They oh, had maybe. a little it has tent a, BM- under has a the... BMW on the front. Yeah, I think that's I think I, think I have it at home. Yeah. It's it's nice. It's really cool. I'll go home and read that. I I, I saw it because they have like a little blurb about it, like on the top corner of the cover. And I was like, oh cool, super. And I open it up and it's like a very long in-depth like article. Feature. Yeah. Very it's cool. really cool. Yeah. Would would you get your phone out, please, Steve? Would you would you please open an internet browser on your phone? Yes, I will. Will you please type into the address bar, Steve? Yes. Beerandbackfire.com. How do you spell that? Listen we have, here. We have, we have a website. Podcast Instagram, Jordan's Instagram, Pierce's Instagram, nothing about Steve's Instagram. What does the sponsor link go to? Rep- reprehensible. Oh, God. Is there a sponsor link? Oh, boy. Our sponsor. It <laughs> goes... <laughs> you absolute clowns. <laughs> I love every one of you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a good night. <laughs>